Today, our guest is Lauren Snow. She is Director of Membership at ASCP. ASCP is Associated Skincare Professionals, and it's the largest association devoted to skincare professionals. The membership gives you benefits that are vital to your success, affordable liability insurance, continuing education, discounts with over 40 companies, marketing and client resources, including a free website for your business, and so much more. So I'm really excited to share Lauren's message with you because we're going to talk about how important it is to have insurance. We're going to talk about some crazy treatment room tragedies, and this is not done to scare you or freak you out, but it's done to create an awareness, an awareness surrounding how important it is to have this type of insurance and support and how to really use the tools and become part of their community so you can be seen as a professional business practitioner in your community. I think you're really going to enjoy this call. And again, it was not done to freak you out, but done to create education, knowledge, and awareness around how we need to be protecting ourselves as beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I am a licensed esthetician, spa owner, and beauty biz industry coach, consultant, and educator. I'm so excited to share my love of all things beauty industry related with you. So I invite you to join me each week as I feature compelling interviews with industry educators and leaders and inspirational success stories from my fellow beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned for some powerful beauty biz inspiration. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Cree, and today our guest is Lauren Snow, who is the Director of Membership at ASCP, Associated Skincare Professionals. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. I love learning from you because I think there's so much that we don't know about what you guys do and how valuable your association is in our industry. So I'm excited to get started and talk about that today. So first of all, where are you guys located? We're in Golden, Colorado, which is right outside of Denver. It's about mm, 15, 20 minutes away from um, downtown. And you, so you're probably freezing cold right now. (laughs) Yes, it is a little bit cold here in the Colorado winters, that's for (laughs) sure. Everyone who lives there says, oh, but it's not that bad because the sun shines a lot. Well, yes, but I used to live in San Diego, so it's cold. (laughs) Yeah, that's a brutal shift for sure when you're used to being at the beach this time of year. Yes, absolutely. But it's beautiful here, the wildlife and everything. I mean, it's nice. I think I could live in Colorado. I really do like it there. And I have a ton of friends there. I need to come out and visit a little more. And you guys have been kind enough to invite me to your office, which tell me what it looks like there. How many employees do you guys have? Well, it looks can be deceiving because we have um, about five people that do all of the traveling and all the um, press junkets and stuff. But um, we actually have over 50 employees that work for us, um, several different departments like Skin Deep Magazine. We have a whole publications department that designs that in-house and edits it and does all of that stuff. We have a membership department with over 15, 15 or 16 people that answer the phones when Um, members call, which is really cool because you never talk to a robot or an automated system. You always talk to a live person. And um, what we're really happy about is 90, 
I think it's 95% of the time um, you'll get a person within 30 seconds of calling. So we're pretty proud of that. That's awesome. I think just so our guests know what you guys do, can we talk a little bit about what investing in a membership with ASCP involves? Because I know it's your insurance, which we definitely need as a practitioner, but you guys are so amazing and offer so much more value than just the insurance. Can you give me just some insight on what somebody can expect when they sign up for an ASCP membership? Absolutely. And it's our pleasure to serve the aesthetics industry. We actually serve um, four industries, massage, skincare, hair and nails. And um, our goal to be able to offer a membership is not just liability insurance. That's a benefit of your membership. It's an all-inclusive package that helps you reach your career goals. So you're going to get support. You're going to get introductions to companies like yours, discounts with products and services, um, a free website if you want to use it, a whole bunch of online education. Um, We really do try to serve the profession in a way that um, will help elevate the profession and raise the bar. So all of these tools that we provide are tailored to the needs of the esthetician. Not just esthetician, but you mentioned hairdressers and cosmetologists and nail techs and massage therapists. So you have several different departments to support the beauty biz industry. Right. Yeah. We serve the whole beauty and wellness industry. Now you are in charge of membership. Is that correct? Director of membership. What is your job title entail? Like, what do you do every day for us out here in the working world? Well, uh, <laughs> I am the director of membership for the skincare association as an esthetician myself. Um, my job is to um, evaluate the needs of estheticians in the industry and what's lacking and develop our member benefits to um, help support you guys. So that's pretty much what my job description does, but I'm also the brand manager. So um, I do kind of quality control to make sure that everything we put out there is of quality. And then I also go to schools and trade shows and events and um, educate on the importance of liability insurance, talk about some of the things we see happen, and also about the importance of being involved in a professional association and the advocacy that's attached to it. Can you share some dish right now and tell me one exciting thing you're working on that may be lacking in our beauty biz world? Well, um, there's quite a lot that's lacking, actually. Um, As far as um, what I'm currently working on is a um, project for our education department. And um, the goal is to create these webinars that are just top notch. Um, You know, in the past, we've kind of said, okay, yeah, let's have you present. But now it's it's high stakes. We're having the best of the best present all year long. Um, We've actually booked out into August. So I have people lined up all the way into August with top-notch education. Um, Same people that teach at trade show floors and are um, quoted in textbooks are the people we're bringing you. So I'm super excited about our webinar lineup this year. And as a side note, um, Lori will be doing a webinar as well. Yeah, I love doing your webinars. And I love the fact as a beauty biz, you know, kind of a leader and an educator, you guys leave them up there. So it's ongoing education and exposure for the businesses that do these webinars for you. Yeah, they're really cool. 
I want to ask you, I know you, there's a way that you roll out the webinars for members and non-members, right? Mm -hmm. How does that work? So if you are a member with us, you have access to all of the um, webinar archives. So there's over 80 webinars right now. And obviously that grows every month. We have a new webinar one to two times a month. Um, So you can access that 24-7. A good example of um, how convenient this is, is Maybe you don't do a lot of Brazilian waxing, but you get a new job and they're doing a lot of Brazilians. Well, we have um, waxing webinars that you can just take at the comfort of your own home or in your treatment room and learn how to do that better so that you're better prepared for your job. And at, at the time, it may not have appealed to you when it went live, but now it's available to you at any time on demand. For the people that are not members, we do allow them to view the webinar so they can attend it live, but unfortunately, they don't have access to the archives to visit it later. So it's kind of like a, if you snooze, you lose. You got to get it um, while it's live. That's good information. Although I feel like everyone should be a member of your association. I think it's very generous of you guys to share that with those that are not. So that's incredible. I want to talk a little bit of statistics now because, and at first I want to go back and say, I only wish I would have known about you guys when I started my, you do want to know how I learned to Brazilian bikini wax? (laughs) Yes, of course. It was, I became an esthetician right when Samantha talked about Brazilian uh, sex in the city. So I was getting calls every day and I'm like, I have no idea what to do. So uh, an esthetician friend of mine from beauty school, we hired this gal who had been doing Brazilians for like, oh gosh, maybe 10 years. And I had it done on myself and my friend watched and then she had it done and I watched and it was the most humiliating thing that I've ever done in my whole entire life. So the fact that you guys offer these webinars is huge. It'll save you some embarrassment. Trust me. Sex in the City has really changed a lot of things. It's, it was on TV and then now people want it. I mean, that was a great show. Oh yeah. Even Samantha with her crazy peel, which I still to this day wonder if she showed up at the, well, I think she did show up at the Oscar. So it wasn't just part of the show. They probably had to fit it in there. Do you remember that when she had that burnt red face? Yes, I do. That was intense. Yeah. <laughs> a little crazy. Glad I wasn't her esthetician. No kidding. I feel like that had to come from like a doctor's office. That was so aggressive and crazy. But we're going to talk a little bit about those treatment room tragedies that you call them in a little, in a few. But I want to ask you, let's talk statistics. How many estheticians are there right now? And I know maybe outside of your realm, but let's start with estheticians and then talk about other aspects or other realms of the beauty biz world. Yeah, sure. So at the latest reporting, we know that there are about 240,000 estheticians in the United States. Um, The biggest saturation are obviously in the highest, higher population states and then the coastal states. So California has lots of estheticians, which is good. I mean, there's lots of spas there too. So um, California has the most actually. Ah, I did not know that. That would make sense. There are seven skincare centers within a one mile radius of my spa in LA. (laughs) It's kind of, wow. yeah, you got to be on your game to be effective in attracting clients in my area. Sure. That makes sense. And it's grown. I When I found out about you guys, it was about four years ago. And I think at that time, the statistics were showing that there were about 80,000 estheticians. So our career and this industry, the segment of the industry is growing rapidly, right? Yeah. And I would even say I did some research a while ago um, and it was projected by 2020 to um, 
the skincare industry to grow by 14%, the hair industry by 17%. And people always say, you know, that this industry, our industries are recession proof. And, you know, we're kind of seeing that. I mean, it's still growing regardless of what else is going on in the world. So that's cool. I mean, it's encouraging. I know my business, and this may be a whole other radio show topic for us, but my business grew rapidly during the failing economy. And it made me so sad that so many people were out there heavily discounting and thinking they had to do that and, you know, invest in these daily deals. And uh, I think it's sad. It's really I hope you guys hear that listening that our industry continues to grow even when the economy is not doing so great. So, you know, share your value and charge what you're worth. Right. I totally agree with that. And one kind of thing that I heard before was that, you know, if someone loses their job and it's a bad economy, they still need to look good to get their new, their next new job. So, you know, haircutting, facials, all of that um, is still going to be popular. I went through this period of guilt, I'll be honest with you, where my clients would come in and they would lay on my treatment room table for a facial and they would say, my husband lost his job. Our home might go into foreclosure, but I'm never giving you up, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I mean, a part of me felt secure in my industry, but you almost feel guilty. But you, I guess people do view us as a need. And that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely true. It's a good industry to be in. It really is. It is. I don't even feel like I have a job. I feel like I go to work and I have fun. I know. I feel the same way. I love what I do. It's it's an awesome industry. Not everybody can say that. Well, if they are not saying that, they need to take your class and learn how to do things better and and thrive. You, you really can thrive in this industry. I agree. And I want to talk about this a little bit. You're going into the schools. I haven't stepped foot in a beauty school since I started 14 years ago. What is it like? Like what changes have you seen take place? Well, you're missing out number one. <laughs> I really should be out there educating at the schools because I loved beauty school and I loved when the, you know, the educators came in from the outside to share their message with us. So that's on my to-do list. Well, good. And I'm sure those of you that are listening that are in um, school, you'll have a differing opinion, but the schools actually are changing. The reason for that is because of gainful employment rules and regulations. Um, the government is kind of cracking down on how um, schools administer financial aid and how that's available. Um, sometimes in the past, people would enroll in school and then drop out or um, just to get the financial aid, the funding. And um, it's become a problem because estheticians and beauty professionals and everybody else, they need to have um jobs once they graduate. Otherwise, this federal funding for financial aid isn't valuable. So um, we are seeing a decline in beauty schools actually being open. We just did some market research on the massage side and a significant number have closed since the last time they did this research two years ago. So things are changing, but I think it's a good thing. We'll kind of see the diploma mills close um, or tighten up a little bit. Wait, Let's, I've not heard that term before, diploma <laughs> mill. So tell me what that means. Well, it's probably not a politically correct term, but um, the schools that just crank out, um, you know, here's your 600 hours, go do what you want. Um, we'll teach you a little bit and see you later. Um, those I would consider a diploma mill where it's not um, top-notch education. It's just to really honestly get you to pass your state board so they can say that you graduated. It is kind of crazy. One of my estheticians that I hired came from the school. I'm not going to name any names, but she said her instructor actually slept all day in the treatment room. 
she, that, it's crazy. And I believe it. She barely knew how to wax. Oh, that poor thing. I know. I know. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And that's why I think they're cracking down is because you need to have the skill set in order to be successful. And, and it's not just the technical skills, like, you know, doing the facials and learning the treatments and stuff. It's also the business side of it. Do estheticians know that they need liability insurance? Do estheticians know that they need to have um, business sense? Probably not. So them cracking down on the curriculum and the federal funding is actually going to be a good thing. It's going to put people out of business in terms of schools, but you know, I think ultimately it'll raise the bar in the profession. So let me ask you this. Are the schools packed full and saturated? Because I know in my area, and this makes sense because I'm going back to you saying that California has the most licensed estheticians, statistically speaking, are the schools packed? It was like a five, six, seven, eight month wait to get in like a year ago. So that's still going on. Yeah, I would say that that's true. Um, And it depends on how the schools are structured. Sometimes they um, only enroll like a regular elementary school per se. And, and, you know, everyone starts in September. But other times schools will take enrollments on a monthly basis. So um, wherever they're at in the program, that new esthetician joins the class and starts learning like a carousel. That's what I did, like a rolling curriculum. I remember and I stepped in during the anatomy of the skin. And I thought, Oh, my gosh, (laughs) I felt a little lost. It was the craziest chapter, I think. And it was all new and scary. And but it paid off. I absolutely love, love, love what I do. But I want to you know what, going back to all estheticians and beauty biz practitioners should have liability insurance, or professional Mm -hmm. insurance. I was never taught that in school. I didn't have insurance until probably five or six years into my career, didn't even know I was supposed to. (laughs) Yep. I believe it. There's actually in the textbooks, there's a paragraph about the size of a thumbnail about having liability insurance, which is a shame because it's so important and it can help secure and um, protect your career. No, I was way more educated on how to get out there and buy a steamer for my treatment room. And that's crazy now that I think about it. Yeah, and it comes down to the instructor, too. We do a lot of instructor outreach and offer them special benefits and stuff um, to help them spread the word um, about liability insurance and why it is so important. So we're trying on our end. Let's get into that. I know you said you have uh, something you can speak to called treatment room tragedies. Can we go there? Yes, we can go there. So tell me the craziest one. Let's just get that out there right away. Like the craziest thing that you've seen happen. Oh, gosh. Well, the craziest claim, I guess. God, there's so many. Okay, let's do this. Let's do crazy, scary, you can't believe this happened. And then let's do crazy, silly, I can't believe this happened second. Okay. Um, crazy, scary. A member was um, doing a massage and then was going to do a facial after that. And there was a power outage because of a um, lightning storm. So the lights went out during the um, massage as the member was finishing up. And so the member lit a candle and um, the client said, yes, I still want to continue because I'm going on vacation. I want to be, I want to be good to go. So let's just go ahead and finish everything. So the member um, went ahead and lit a candle And as her closing ritual for her massage was to um, rub her hands with um, alcohol, um, just to clean clean her hands. So the flame or the um, fumes from the alcohol caught the flame of the candle and um, lit the actual client on fire. (gasps) 
And yeah, yeah, it's hard to believe. And um, she was obviously had a sheet on, so it burned her chest and her neck. Um, she had third-degree burns. And it was horrible because it was chaotic. It was dark. There was no um, no power sources, you know. So that was absolutely, like, the perfect storm, as I would call it. That's awful. I honestly, very rarely do I light candles in my spa anymore because I feel like it's just dangerous. I'm an over-worrier, about, but I've had to drive back there in the middle of the night like three times thinking that I left them on. I don't like my clients being in the treatment room with a candle lit when I'm not in there because silly, crazy, awful stuff happens. Right. They throw their, their shirt on um, on the counter where the candle is. I mean, how many times, I don't know if you do this, but, um, my straightener, my flat iron at home, I go up and check it every single day because I unplug it, but I can't remember if I unplugged it yesterday or today. So I'm always checking if the straightener's on. Yeah. Uh, so same thing with candles. Um, they're just, it's so much easier to use LED. And that's what I do. I have the rechargeable ones. I think they were like $40 on Amazon prime. Oh, cool. Yeah, those are a great idea then if they're rechargeable. So tell me the crazy silly one where you're like, I can't believe this. Oh, gosh. Um, crazy silly. Well, um, a member was using her um, mag lamp and it was loose. It's not really silly, I guess. It's going to be sad. But um, the, the glass was loose, but she continued to use it throughout the day. And um, ultimately, the glass fell um, through the, the holder and it actually split the skin, um, to the client's orbital bone. Like that's how bad it went. Uh, That's how hard it fell. So it was kind of silly because it was like avoidable. Yeah. You knew that there was a problem, but you continued to use it all day. And it had actually fallen out earlier in the day and she put it back in, um, thinking it was secure. And you know, those mag lamps, same with steamers, they can be a little tricky. So, Um, it's good to do maintenance on them and make sure that they're properly working. So a lot of the claims that you see come in, we really could avoid if we were just aware of our surroundings. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know, that would be a great webinar for you guys to do is just like a checklist of treatment room, Mm -hmm. you know, tips to keep everything safe, so to speak. Right. Yeah. That's a great idea. I mean, things happen all the time. Like people leave hair on the floor um, after a haircut and a client slips on that. Um, for those of you that are listening that are cosmetologists, you know how slippery hair is. And um, clients will slip on that. They don't know that it's slippery. So um, I didn't even know that. And I worked in a salon my first six years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like silk. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, just be careful. All kinds of things happen, Lori. You know, tables collapsing, chairs collapsing. Um, those are sad things, sad and avoidable things. And then there's also the things that we do um, as professionals, like chemical peels and stuff, where people try to go overboard. You know, they don't do mo- use moderation or be conservative. You know, they just get too aggressive with clients. Let's talk about this for a second, because this is huge and really an, an important message to share. Clients will come in and push us to be aggressive because they want instant mm-hmm. results. Yeah, and it's hard. It's really hard to um, find that balance because you want to keep the client, but you also want to keep your license. <laughs> so um, yeah. we see that happen a lot. And my advice to anyone listening here is is to protect yourself and protect the client by not doing that. You know, they go to parties and they see their girlfriends and they say, oh, yeah, I just had a TCA. It was 
wonderful. It was so great. So then your client comes to you and says, I want a TCA or a new client comes to you and says, I want a TCA. Well, maybe your client's not a good candidate for a TCA. Maybe you need the client to prep for weeks before they have the TCA. Um, you know, there's a lot of variables that need to happen before you can just go throw on acid on someone to give them the best results. And you see a lot of this come in, this type of claim where yeah. somebody just was a little too aggressive. Yeah. Um, it happens a lot. And it's unfortunate because, again, it's avoidable. Let me ask you a question. What do you see more claims from, like waxing incidents or chemical reactions? We see waxing. Waxing is the number one area for estheticians that we see um, claims. And I'm not sure we're we don't know exactly why. Um, my guess is that we get complacent. It's not the people that are just graduating school. It's the people that have been in the industry for a long time. So they feel like they know their wax pot and um, they know the temperature of it. If it's on a five or in the middle, they know how hot that is. But wax pots fluctuate as well as the um, amount of wax that's in there. That changes things too. So um, burns, Lifting, peeling, tearing of the skin. Um, we've seen things like torn labias, torn scrotums. It sounds um, silly, but it's so true. Um, lots of bad stuff happens with waxing. And then also you can get second degree uh, or secondary infections from um, waxing. If you burn the skin and then it's susceptible to infection, something else gets in there and then that's a problem too. Yeah, I've seen some of that on the news and it's scary. So I just, it's a good reminder because I, I know I forget sometimes. I think we should be asking every client that is on our treatment room table or every client pre-wax, is there anything you're doing to your skin that I, would make it sensitive? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And intake forms are essential. I can't count how many times I've been to different spas where they don't ask for an intake form. And I'm like, did you want me to fill out a form? Oh no, if you can just sign this waiver, you're fine. And it's like, guys, come on. Like I could be using retin-A and you have no clue. Well, I've had it happen to me. My client, I see every three weeks and you forget to ask, you think, you know, this person, but they're women are always out there trying something new and crazy to look younger or to have better, healthier skin. So it is important to ask that every single time. Right. And with Amazon and eBay, I mean, they're our worst enemy because you can literally buy anything on there. Um, and then they'll buy like my girlfriend bought a glycolic peel and was like, can you tell me how to use this? No, <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. You can come see me and I'll give you a glycolic peel, but I'm not going to show you how to use something you bought off eBay. I was guilty of it. I was when I was a flight attendant before I was an esthetician, I bought a glycolic peel in Mexico and burned my whole no. face. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, yeah, we all do it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, I always teach in my my trainings that everyone should take their smartphone out and take pictures of everything they have in their treatment room mm -hmm. and keep it on file in a folder. Does this help in the insurance claim process? Yeah. So we offer what's called business personal property, which is a secondary policy. Um, and we offer it secondary because we want to keep the rates low for our members. Um, and a lot of them work for other people. So this doesn't apply. But for those of you that do own your own business, having business personal property insurance is great. And um, the reason for that is if there's fire, flood, um, theft, you can have protection for the things that you've invested so much money in. Um, so having those pictures is really helpful. Um, so you can say, I had 
this machine, I had this steamer, um, you know, this was my bed, that sort of thing. I think that's a brilliant idea. Let's talk about actually insurance. Now, I own my spa. So I have, you know, from a big insurance company, a liability on my building. My landlord makes me carry a million dollar policy if somebody trips and falls. Mm -hmm. Then I have you guys for my professional if I hurt somebody in a treatment Can you talk about the different insurances we should have as an owner? And then let's talk about it as a solo practitioner. Sure. Um, So here's the thing. For full disclosure, I'm not an insurance agent, but um, as we do offer insurance as a benefit of membership, the things that you do receive are professional liability insurance, which is... um, The way I explain it to people is the things you do in your profession. So if you're an esthetician, that's your waxing, your chemical peels, um, body treatments, whatever you're allowed to do in your scope of practice. And then it also includes general liability. So like what you mentioned, for slip, trip, falls, table collapsing, if you um, spill wax on a client's Louis Vuitton, um, they're going to want you to pay for it. So having that kind of um, insurance is really helpful. And then also we offer product liability. And what that is, is um, for products you might use um, or sell to clients. So all of that's included in membership. It's $259 a year. The coverage for um, that is $2 million per occurrence. That per occurrence means per lawsuit. And then it's $6 million aggregate. So what that means is it's per um, $6 million per policy year. So um, as a member, each year you'd have up to $6 million in lawsuits available to you. Which Hopefully uh, you've never had to deal with something like that yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, that's when we go back to the beauty school. We send you back and say... <laughs> Time to start over and refresh. Yeah. Not really, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so for the business owner, sometimes this insurance is just fine. Um, if you actually own the structure of the building, then of course you want more liability insurance. You need a business operations policy. Um, But a lot of times this will be okay with landlords. Um, It's sufficient enough to um, have this coverage for what you're doing. Um, For those of you that are working for someone else, um, mostly the professional liability is um, what's most important to you. But I would also say that if your client slipped and fell you're an employee and your client came into the spot and they fell, they could also sue you even though you're an employee of the, um, the spot because you fell or they fell. And what that would mean is you'd be named in the lawsuit. So if there was any type of settlement, you still would be responsible for paying for it if the judge found you um, negligent in any way. Kind of scary. Wow. wow. Yeah. It is scary. Did you see the policies or the people claiming policies kind of increase when the economy failed or did it stay pretty steady? Um, We actually have not raised our rates for um, the entire time we've been in business. No, I mean like the claims that were coming in against Uh, spa owners or estheticians and hairdressers. Did those go up? Did they increase? um, Yes, absolutely. I think that, well, number one, we live in a really litigious society, but Um, when things are bad, people don't feel good, you know, so they're always looking, um, or I wouldn't say always, but oftentimes people are looking to blame someone for something. And, um, when money's tight, yeah, what do you do? You, you find fault with other people. And you know what? We're not saying all this to scare anybody listening to the show, but it is your responsibility to show up and take your business seriously Mm -hmm. and treat it like a serious business. So it's important to have this insurance. 
Right. And I tell people the same thing. You know, I don't tell these scary stories to scare you. I tell them to empower you to know that things can go wrong. And that's why liability insurance is so important. And we hope that you'd never have a lawsuit. Um, many of our members have never had it, but they still carry it um, for the, they still are a member because they get the benefits, the other benefits, which they use. And they know that the liability insurance is there should they ever need it. Now, did you watch, this is going to seem random, but it'll come together. Did you watch Breaking Bad? No, I didn't. Well, there was this attorney on there and every time something went wrong, they're like, you better call Saul. And I feel like that's what everyone says about ASCP skincare. If anyone asks me a question, I don't know. I'm like, you better call ASCP. So (laughs) let's talk a little bit about, you guys are in Golden, Colorado, but your mom is the, is she the president of the association? She is. She's the president of the cosmetology divisions. Yeah. She seems to know everything or have an answer for something. When I call her, how closely are you guys involved or able to contact like the state board of California or, you know, are you involved with the state boards? I wouldn't involved is such a loaded word, but, um, Okay, let me define it. Like, are you able to find out information easier than estheticians are? Because it seems like it's a guessing game when you there's a gray area. Yeah, sometimes we are able to do that. And um, I think it's because we are trying to build relationships with these state boards. Um, A lot of times there's no estheticians on board. It's cosmetologists. So we've actually had the opportunity to educate them. Um, which they appreciate. And at the end of the day, you know, everyone says, oh, my gosh, state board, um, they're so scary. They're so hard to work with. But um, they're people. I mean, they're they're the same as you and I. They're, they're people trying to do their job. And a lot of times they feels like there's a lot of gray area. And they also don't want to be held liable or held on the hook if they if we if they say something they shouldn't have. Like, yes, you can do microneedling in California. Um when maybe you really can't. So um, we do try to kind of bridge the gap as best as we can and be a resource for you guys. Katie has been in the industry for over 20 years. Katie is Lauren's mom. She's the president. Yes, Katie Armitage is um, our president. And um, she's been doing this for 20 years. So she's, you know, worked her way through lots of stuff and um, met a lot of people along the way. So she has a lot of relationships that come in very handy when when we need them. You know, going back to state board, I got a checked, I don't know even what you want to call it, but they came into my spa uh, probably four or five years ago. And I remember when I heard her standing in my lobby screaming state board, I was actually in my treatment room. I don't have a receptionist. I started shaking. It was the worst feeling ever. And I went out and I was really nice to her. I said, I'm in the middle of a waxing appointment. That's going to take me like 20 minutes to finish. Have a seat. Would you like some tea? You can look around if you want to. And she was so nice to me. I bet. She came in my room. She said, let me see your license and your, you know, your esthetician license, your driver's license. Let me see your dirty instruments, your clean instrument and your quads. And then she said, if everyone's room looked like yours, my job would be easy. Thank you. Have a nice day. And she left. (laughs) That's awesome. And see that, that gesture of offering her tea and um, being kind to her, that probably went a long way. Oh, it was awful. I was shaking. My poor client was new. She didn't even know me. She's like, what is wrong? (laughs) So I think we do view them as being evil and it's not always that way. No, no. They're, I mean, they're people too. That's the, that's the thing is like, they have feelings. They probably don't want to be the, the police either, you know? Yeah. 
So Lauren, if somebody, oh, another thing I want to mention is you guys give great uh, group discounts because everyone at my spa uses you. There are five of us. Some of them are employees. Some of them are independent contractors, but you give us a group discount. Do you want to speak to that a little bit? Sure. So if you have five or more employees at a location, um, like an example of this is uh, Massage Envy, um, they have several employees and they require that all of their employees have um, insurance if they're massage therapists or estheticians. So um, they get their insurance through us, um, through ASCP or ABMP membership, and um, it's a $50 discount for skincare, which is huge. I mean, that's a major deep discount. Um, so you only pay 209 and you just have to have a minimum of five employees to, or five, um, five estheticians or five practitioners to take advantage of it. So if you are a spa like Lori's and, um, you're looking for coverage, this is a great option for you as well. And it's 209 a year. I mean, to me, it's a no brainer. You got to have it. And I appreciate your time today, Lauren. Is there anything else that you want to share? Um, well, I was, I would just also say that, um, you know, there's 1.7 million, um, beauty professionals, licensed beauty professionals in the United States. That's, um, cosmetologists, nail techs, estheticians, all of that. And, um, you know, it's important that we make ourselves stand out. And one of those ways is to take your classes. I'm a big fan of Lori Crete and her offerings to the industry and also um, be a member with ASCP. There's um, lots of great resources out there for you. And I hope that um, this interview today was helpful. Yeah. You know, and I just, I just want to I know you get the insurance and you get the webinars, you get the free kind of looping around and just telling them what they really get when they sign up with you guys. You get the free website template. You also get all kinds of consultation forms. Is there anything I'm missing that you get? I think one time you guys sent me a letter about getting a discount on my car insurance. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of discount partners, which we don't talk about enough. I think, um, trade show discounts, um, discounts on health insurance, um, dental insurance, all that kind of stuff. Also, um, treatment room supplies, even tea for your treatment rooms or your waiting rooms. I mean, gosh, there are so many discounts that we offer our members and we're able to do that. It's kind of like a triple A discount. Um, and that's because we have so many members. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lauren. How can people find you? And then can you also just tell the estheticians, the hairdressers, like throw out a few websites? Yeah, absolutely. So um, for skincare, it's ASCPSkincare.com. And um, for nails, it's NailProfessional.com. And for hair, it's InsuringStyle.com. You can Google um, associated skincare professionals or associated nail professionals, associated hair professionals, and you'll find us. Um, You can also give me a call at 800-789-0411, extension 676, and I will make sure that I get you to someone that can help you. And you guys, we did not do this webinar to freak you out today, but this is the reality. (laughs) Knowledge is power. It, knowledge is power and you got to get your butt covered. So call Lauren if you have any questions and um, thank you so much. Tell everyone at the office I said hello and I am sure I'm going to see you, right? Yes. At, in August, you're coming to the live event. You know it. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Awesome. Super exciting. Have a great day, Lauren. Tell everyone hello. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye. 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 
Thanks for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to live beautifully. If you'd like a copy of my free report, six simple strategies to generate a dramatic increase in your beauty biz income and fill your appointment book with valuable clients, please visit www.lauricrete.com. Or if you'd like to book an appointment at my spa in Los Angeles, please visit www.thespa10.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show.